I'm on my way, man. What more can I say? What more can I say, man? Now I'm on my way. Now I'm on my way, man. Now I'm well, sure. Now, now I'm on my way, man. This is a shorty. Now I'm on my way, man. What more can I say? What more can I say, man? Now I'm on my way. And I was saw to the good. The 6:40 evening show, man, it's all to the hood. Cornelius Green, that's the OG. He the one that got me plugged. No way, Shio, man, my music like a drug. That's Garden and Gray all day. Did I make somebody talk about the really wanna stand around? 6:40, did it get shorty? Did I make the mama talk about she wanna get dying? Presidential, you a residential? Why you look at me like you really want that one? If you know what I know, or if you know what I know, you be looking like brother time for you to go. It's the bobbity, boobity, boobity, bobbity, zingity, zing, zingity, zow. Zuzus and wormers and wormers and zuzus and People be looking like he's putting down. The f -f 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 fire that I really admire. When I listen to the 46 or the 640, your honor, I'm a bomb like Sarah Connor. Did you even know what I am saying? There is a reason they call me this brother, cause I am about to go super sad. I said, I'm a bomb like Sarah Connor. Did you even know what I am saying? There is a reason they call me this brother, cause I am about to go super sad. The 640, now I'm on my way, man. What more can I say? What more can I say, man? Now I'm on my way. I'm trying to do it, alright? It's not a rap to try, you gotta do. Listen to me, bro, you gotta act the fool. When you're flipping and flopping and there is no stopping, sometimes you gotta take up this fool. Let me calm down, let me chill for a second, cause I'm wildin' out, if you know what I mean. Cause my flows is off of the top of the dome, it's like a drone that's going insane. To the membrane, like I was a separate, a separate, a separate as hell. Get him up, get him up, then I'm like another brother to go out this for a while. Are you for real? I'm crazy, psycho, make you dance like Michael. Jackson, when I'm rapping, did I make you grab your rifle? So please tune in to 640, man. I'm the type of guy to take your shorty, and I'm desperado. Nothing but love, love, man. Nothing I really, love. Nothing but really love. do got nothing but love for you. Appreciate young, everything. This one's for y'all. Got you. Thank you. So Here we go. The 640, now I'm on my way, man. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? DJ 640. Welcome to another edition of the 640 Evening Show. This is Thursday, which is going to be something special today. What this is going to be, this is going to be in a minute version of the 640 Evening Show. Um, what I'm going to do, we're going to run that nice show that we had last week back with Michael Graham. We're going to run that show back um, um, today. And next, and then next week, we're going to come in with a, um, another brand new show. Make sure you do tune in to us next week, because next week, we're going to have a gospel artist on next week, Miss Felicia. <laughs> Felice Whitfield going to be on here. She's a gospel person. We're going to do some gospel next week. You can't listen to hip-hop all the time. We can't play hip-hop all the damn time. We're going to have a nice gospel. It's going to be a gospel uh, um, gospel artist, and um, she's really, really, really good. And I'm not being biased. She's very good. And um, I think you will really, really enjoy the show next week. Also, um, we're going to have a call-in with um, 
Flex360 going to be calling in. And what's my other guy's name? Um, I, I always try to just try to remember this stuff off the cuff, Ron, but I, I, my, my, my memory is just, you know, shot sometimes. Flex360 and what's his name? Mm, Polo Stacks. Polo Stacks. Hip-hop. That's some hip-hop for you. Polo Stacks and Flex360. All right? And, you know, we, that's going to be a call-in. And, we, again, we're going to have Felice Whitfield that's going to be in studio. She's going to perform for us. And, as a matter of fact, um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a cut for, of her, that, which she may be um, singing for us next week, too, as well. But this is, this is a little bit from her um, before that. And um, I'm not going to even go to Sweet 16, Ron. Um, or do you want me to go to Sweet 16 and then play that? All right, I'm just going to go ahead and play I'm going to go ahead and play this. This is a little something that from our guest artist from next week, okay? Check this out.
Ordered My Steps. Gospel great. Uh, her name is Felice Whitfield. We're going to check her out next week. She's going to be live in studio on the 640 evening show, and I um, want you guys to check her out. Um, hope you liked it, and, you know, there's going to be a lot more of that next week. Um, so tune in, uh, tune, in to us, um, tune in to us next week, and we are definitely going to um, going to be able to um, do that for you next week. How about that, Ron? Uh, thank, uh, thank you, A. I appreciate you, uh, Tisha, for um, tuning in. Yes, it's going to be a little short one today. This is like, this is an, an admitted, amended version of the 640 evening show. I just wanted to come in and tap into that and just let you guys know, give you a little introduction to it. You know what I'm saying? Just didn't want to leave you hanging, you know? So this is the way I want to do it. Her name, again, is Felice Whitfield next week. Gospel artist going to come in. You're going to like her. She's very, she's beautiful too beautiful and I'm not being biased I like she you're really gonna love you're really gonna love the interview too um so tune in next week um and you know pretty much that's you know what I got to say oh that um let y'all guys know um, I'm rolling with New England next week you know what I mean um I like to see McVay win I won't be hating on him this this is one Super Bowl I'm not going to hate on I I, I just think I want to continue to see uh, that greatness from New England because you can't hate on greatness. I'm a ball player. I'm, I, I, I give I give props what props do. I'm rolling with New England. I think New England gonna beat it. But if McVeigh win it, uh, more more power to him. I, uh, congratulations. I salute I salute to him and you know make him do his thing. Oh man, don't tell nobody that. <laughs> nah, Robin voted for Trump. That was Robin. That was Robin's checkbox. Big, they gave Robin and Big T the night, the night off because, um, you know, and I actually wanted, um, you know, doctoring on my little cold a little bit. I was um, a little bit under the weather anyway. So we're, we're going we're gonna, to um, tap this thing up and do it again next week. So same back time, same back channel, voxwave.com. And, you know, the call-in number is still the same, 240-719-2560. We're going to see you all next week. But right now we're going to take this thing to the tip top. Check out my man, the interview with um, the great uh, Michael Graham. He was in last week with us. And, you know, if you missed it, you know, you'll get a chance to see it again this week right here because we're about to replay it right now. Um, other than that, Sweet 16, take us to the tip top, baby girl. Hi, this is Destiny. You're now in tune to the 640 Evening Show featuring my daddy, DJ 640. Hey!
conversation is going to come out. You guys, please call in at 240-719-2560 if you want to talk to Michael Graham, you want to talk to Dao Baptiste, if you want to talk to 640. I know you don't want to talk to me because I'm going to talk you to death. Just don't let it be no bill collectors because they know I'm furloughed. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm it's so, a furlough Thursday. We're going to pump it up. I'm so tired of them calling me. I'm so tired of, you know. Just give them my number. I got it, you know. I'm glad they've I'm glad they been so lenient and stuff to me and, and so, you know. You know, but we're going through this catastrophe. You know, it's, it's good to have people there like that understanding. Rich. Hey, Rich. I mean? But, you know, it's all good. Hey, you know, with all this going on right now, you know, I wanted to make sure that we brought our guests on cool. But yeah. I wanted to talk to you about the furlough and how it's affecting what everybody's normal routines are, man. It's, yeah. I, I just spoke, I spoke to Mike. He was talking about his wife was furloughed. You guys are are a federal government employee right. family. Right. You guys are furloughed. Right. The only person that's still getting paid, or the only people that are still getting paid are the people that are arguing about it. That's a problem. Why would you not forfeit your checks? Most of you have money already. Facts. Facts. Okay? Let's get this right. Nancy Pelosi, I love the fact that you're fighting for the people, but you haven't for you haven't foregone giving up your paycheck either mm-hmm. Chuck anybody hey Mr. President you still have like guards and, 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 and people there they, they, are they furloughed or are you guys all laughing about it in the White House as these people suffer because you've never had to suffer in your life remember that right and it's um it's like i said and i touched on it um a couple of weeks ago what i what i didn't want to see my worst um you know but the uh, um, conclusion to it was is, is coming to light is that is you know like it's like a third war world war third world you know third like world war? right you know like how they had the soup lines and stuff like that you know people having all these lines out stuff you know with folks yeah. be um threatened to be evicted um, you know what I mean? Bills still have to be paid. And you got some apartment buildings. I heard some um, leasing tenants saying that, you know, they send the tenants yeah. put nice, demanding letters. Give me that, my you money. Know, you know, it's you know we can hold off for 30 days, but after that, you know, we, we trying to get, we got to get this money and stuff. We got to understand this much about this situation right now. And I, I hear it because when I'm at work, you know, I see people coming in all the time. They're, 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 they're talking about it and they're upset about it. Right. But the thing is this. You're not giving anybody an opportunity to voice their opinion. And I do believe this is something that he's trying to do to, one, stop himself from being prosecuted. And he's, saying, he's thinking, if I shut the government down, hey, man, the law don't stop. It's just a slow rolling process. You, you should already know that by the way that you filed so many bankruptcies. Right. You, you, already, you already know this is a slow process. Also, I think that the people, the brain trust of the White House staff and, and his backing are planning and banking on the fact that people lose their minds so much that we put ourselves in martial law. That's why I say stay calm. If he sees that we're going into a frenzy, oh, martial law, then he takes complete, utter control of the government. It's a coup, baby. This is called a coup. Don't think it's not happening because it's the United States. This is called a coup. They've been trying to lean that way for the longest. They want that. It's a plan. 
it's, this this is I think it's 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 a plan and it's it's very it's strategic. And you're right, T. If if people can just hold on, you know, don't you know, try not be best, not panic. You know, easier said than done. Yeah. Because you know, we, it, it's some sacrifices and some things we that we gonna we all gonna have to do. And you know, but if we can just like you can say, we can remain calm and you know, and continue to support one another, help out one another as, right. as we go through this. You know, uh, prove them wrong. You know, because you know, don't let them see what they want. Well, they, us well, to look yeah, like yeah. you know to do you know with, with each other. And this stuff, is, you this, know? this is not about race. This right. is not about exactly. race. This is exactly. not even about money. This is about total utter control of what you do day to day. Yeah. He thinks that this is his company. He's going to run it the way he wants to run it, and he's going to tell you what to do. When you've <clears> elected him, and those that elected him, please understand, this is what was planned. I didn't elect him. I didn't say anything. See, guilt talks. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Guilt. Hey, Robin. Guilt talks, baby. But I'm saying, hey, you can't elect a TV personality to take total control of your country when he can't even run his TV show. Yeah. No one respects this man. Outside of our bubble called the United States of America, no one respects him. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him. A, I'm a Donald Trump. I'm going to make sure you get your wall. Then we're going to toss you on the other side and let the Mexicans have you. How about that? And I'll be the first one to grab a foot. Uh, this is what you deserve. You deserve everything that you're getting ready to get. I know you're scared. I know you're fearful. I know that you didn't <laughs> think this was going to happen. Oh, my God. I, couldn't even, I, don't, I can't believe I'm president. You believe that. But you had an opportunity to bring the country together. And you've done nothing but do divisive measures to make sure that we all don't get together and figure out how to survive peacefully and prosper. That's what I charge you with. You are charged with that. And I wish I had my law degree because, boy, I'd sue you left, right, and sideways and just wait for you to just get out of presidency so I can throw a rock at you. And I'm a, I'm a, I used to play baseball. I can hit you right across here. Just keep you alive a little bit so I can get over there. Just a How many people are in show show hands? I see you out there. Show hands. How many of y'all just want to calm down? It's not gonna help. Once you hit them, you probably knock more sense into him than he needs, and then he'll figure another way out of it. Let's stay calm, man. Let's stay calm. 640. Yes, sir. Uh, you recovered now, man. Play that music. Now look. <laughs> <laughs> hey Let's look, good stuff. hey look, man. We're gonna we're gonna uh, come back. We want to play a music. We want to do a little music break. Then we're gonna come on back with Michael Graham from the 1984. We promise you that. So we're national gonna, I'm give, I give him. Um, I give him. Let's do. Give give him one, and uh, we will definitely be right back. And um, what about the uh, music from uh, our boy? Which one, uh, Miss Mister Miss Clark? Oh, okay, we can do that. Can do that. I know he's waiting. I'm hoping that he does it. We're going to give us a call, man, uh, when you get a chance, 240-719-2560, so we can kind of smooth this out a little bit and take a little of the edge off. We're going to have Michael back on, okay? All right. Boom. This is the 640 right Evening Show on com.
You're now in tune to the hottest internet radio show east side of the Potomac. The 640 Evening Show. You're now into hard drive with the amazing DJ 640. <laughs> we here at Box Wave believe that no one in the DMV should go without a coat this winter. So we partnered with Star Imports Dealership for this year's annual coat drive. If you have an old or gently used coat that can still be worn, drop it off with us. Vox Wave Studios at 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. And give the gift of warmth to somebody in need in the DMV. Hey, 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 we're back, we're back, we're back. Look what the captain drew up. Coughed up, coughed up. Want to I was like, way to go. I molded him back, and look what we have. We got 320. It's amazing. It's a, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. No wonder why I was warm today. Hey, man. You think it was warm? It was, it was, it was warm. Because God knew you were on your way to the show. He was like, I'm going to give him an opportunity to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the man upstairs. You know, we here live. Though. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't know if hey. it was warm or not. I'm like under the weather. Oh, yeah. You're under the weather? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's slow. I'm fighting. I'm it's raining. Up, so you know, it's not your fault. Things. It's not your fault. It snows. It rains. It's hot. It's cold. I took these, pe- these pills. Iraq. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to let 640 get something like It's yet. supposed to be healthy, but okay. it ended up bring, making my throat You know what I think it is? I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right, man. we're going to get it together, though. You need a hot tie. like Missionary Antoinette wiping my nose. Hey, stop it. We're going to stop right there. She's not here. Shout out to Missionary Antoinette, you know. Hey, baby, what's going on? All right, man. Oh, oh, birth, big shout out to Tisha. Tisha is tuning in. She's in tuning in from New York. Says she's looking forward to the um, interview with the um, Georgetown. All right. Okay, yeah. okay. Tisha, welcome to the show. From the Big Apple. Appreciate that, love. New well, York City, boss. New York City, baby. Hey, you from New York City. New York City? Hey, <laughs> welcome. We are the 640 Evening Show. 640. 320. You ever wonder where I kind of didn't have And I'm T, man. Hey. We are here. I'm happy to present to you uh, a gentleman who I've watched way before 1984. I've been watching him since I was about seven, eight years old, and, and I've really, en- yeah, I have. I've really enjoyed watching him because I like the way he dominated. It made me play football harder. Oh yeah. I was like, I can get on the court, no, I can't. This is interesting. But, but hey, I love the fact that he played hard all the time, regardless of where he was, whatever venue. Ladies and gentlemen, from the 1984 Georgetown Hoya National Championship squad. Hoya! Oh, yes. Man that made it happen, <laughs> Mr. Michael Graham. That's right. Hey, Michael, how you doing, hey, baby? Thank y'all. Oh, man. Had to give you a good one. Had to give you a good one thank on y'all that. For, thank y'all for having me, man. I love the fact that you're here, man. Thank you for being here. Mike. We've had some discussions and talks, slight talks and stuff like that. But I didn't want to take too much away. I wanted to basically give you an opportunity to talk. But the question that everybody wants me to ask, man, what was it like playing for John Thompson? Yeah. In his heyday when he was cussing. In his prime. He was cussing at his prime. I was looking at his video. I was looking at his video. I, I I've been the end of some on the end of some of that, you know. Um, about John, John is a great coach, man. He, you know, he, he looks out uh, for his players. Um, you know, when they're there, you know, it's a family atmosphere yeah. that they they have. Um, you know, I, I always appreciated him giving me the opportunity to attend Georgetown. Right. Um, 
you know, any two time you can do that, you know, that's that's a feat by itself. You know, I was like a last minute recruit. I, I had already signed with Maryland. So, you know, um, I know that, you know, he's, he's been after me for a while and and everything. And me and his nephew were the best of friends and everything. So, you know, that, that sort of like helped, too. And I in a sense, I knew that I wanted to go there. You know, after I, I watched the game, I think I believe I was in the Virgin Islands in high school, mm. and I watched uh, Patrick and Ralph Sampson play against Gwen, each other. Yeah. yeah, and I said I want to go there. That's yeah. where I want to go. The man needs some help. No, seriously, that's what I said. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else recruited you? Because uh, you, you said Maryland. I remember that one. I was I was being recruited by a lot of people, you know, mostly junior college because they they thought I wouldn't make the grade. Okay. But that, that's another whole story with Spingon and what happened we there. Get into that. Too. Okay, you know, <laughs> um, I, I was recruited by a lot a lot of teams. You know, I was like a, like a sleeper. You know, basketball wasn't my thing. For one, I started playing when I was in the ninth grade, so I was I was a late bloomer. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I just played hard, rebound, and 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 just went out there and just just gave it my all, you know, and it, and it sort of kept me out of trouble because I was more of a street. Yeah, they said individual. that you was one of them on the court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I mean, that's the way I played. You know, I played like, you know, I played in a sense like I grew up. Yeah, like, Wasn't to hurt nobody, exactly. but yeah, but, you know, it just to play. To it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, come on there. So <laughs> we do a homework you know, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, it, it wasn't intentionally or nothing like that. I just I, I just loved the competition, you know. So I just, you know, every time I hit the court, I just played. I never really actually worked out. I always imagined if, you know, I really took it seriously and, and worked out mm-hmm. how far I could have gotten. And I, I believe I could have gotten a long way. Question before we answer that. Mm-hmm. What did Lynn Byers say when you ended up going? He was upset because, for one, my family knew his family. They would always play cards on the weekend, right. you know, and, and everything. But, um, you know, I, when I was being recruited, Adrian Branch, Lynn Bias, and everything, I was like, man, I don't think I could play there. Where, where's the room that I'm going to play at? Where the minute's coming. You know, yeah, yeah, where the minute's going to come yeah, at, exactly, you know. Exactly. But after watching Georgetown lose to Memphis State, I knew that Georgetown didn't have a power forward. That's what Correct. they needed. Right. And I told Coach if I come to Georgetown that, that we would do it. Yeah. And, and we did. You know, I noticed that, you know, during the summer league, we were freshmen, Reed and Reggie Williams. They put us on the same team with Patrick. We dominated all through the summer league. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I wasn't getting it off the rim, Patrick was. Right. You know, so it wasn't no room for nobody. They, they knew what they had. There you go. Right. They knew what they had. Hey, Carl, what's going on? You're on the 640 Evening Show. How can we help you? Caller? Yep. Hello. All right, hey. You on the mic with Mike? Just, just, just remember, Willa. when you call, I say hello. One chance, say and hello. then I'm moving on. <laughs> we got him, we got him. Did they hang up, Ron? Hello. Hello. You don't let him go. So, we'll let him come back. They'll hey, come back. hey, hey, um, but uh, Mike, mm-hmm. when, you in the, when you was in the trenches, though, mm-hmm. you know, them, 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 especially. I, I mean, I got. I, I, I'm gonna keep it 100. Them, them white boys down there. They, they ain't wanna mess with you. What would you, would you say? Get off this ball. Get no, this, I, this, I, this I, I didn't. I didn't do much talking. I didn't talk. I, it was, it was always more action. Right. You know, I didn't want to talk because then they would have talked back, and I, you know, I, I didn't want to hear that, and I know they didn't want to hear from me. So you know, I just always, I, I had them feel it first. Right. 
You know, right. uh, yeah. Once they feel one of these chicken wings, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, was you like the Ralph Dalton down there, Pat? You know, Ralph, you played Ralph Dalton. Yeah, Pat, yeah. Well, he was on the team too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, man, I'm just saying, it's like y'all was just. It was just that y'all just had so much intensity with mm-hmm. it, and, and I, that much so much firepower. And I, I'm saying, I just loved it. You know, I was a very big Georgetown fan, still am. And I'm, um, you know, and like I said, followed your career with you. And and a matter of fact. And when you left there, mm-hmm. went to UDC, because mm-hmm. I was going to UDC then, okay. like in um, 85, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I was just like, that's Michael Graham. Like, these guys walk around, he's walking through the campus, he had the little flip-flops and yeah, stuff yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, yeah, and everybody was saying, man, if they had you when they played Villanova, they know they would have won that game. Well, uh, uh, you know, it took me years to really come to the conclusion that, you know, absolutely right. Yeah. You know, I, I and I'm not trying to be modest or anything about it. I mean, yeah, it, it's obvious they knew that because, you know, I was told by former players, you know, during the year that I didn't play, the following year, right. during practices, you know, coach would say, what the hell y'all think? Michael Graham ain't walking through that door. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So evidently they wasn't thinking about it, but I believe he was. Oh, okay. You know, I, I know it was. But over the years we turned out to be very good friends and everything, I, you know, really close to the family. They're good people, you know. Everybody has their ways. Coach is a, a guy from the old school. You, you got to earn it. Right. You know, if you don't earn it with him, the hell with you. If you ain't going to do it, the hell with you. So, you know. Get him right away, too. Hey, Carl, this is 6-1 even so. What's going on with you? Hey, fellas, how y'all doing there? All right. What's going on? All right. What's up, Mike? It's Peanut Parker. Hey, hey, Nut. How you doing, baby? Oh, everything's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just piggybacking on what you're saying about the uh, power forward. Uh-huh. <laughs> And oh uh, man, you per- you punk Turk with Turpin and with other guys. Yeah, Turpin and Bowie, baby. <laughs> Turpin and Bowie, baby. Yeah. Man, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> That's what we were saying. That's what everybody oh, in DC was like. Come on, what you gonna do? <laughs> now, see, Peanut is somebody that played at HD Woodson, uh-huh. and he was a, yeah, and yeah. now. He had hops himself. He, he old man now, but he could play. Yeah, he, he played. Trust okay. me, he played. We done played in some summer leagues together and everything. He hey, plays. Hey, hey, Pina, let me ask you a question, man. Yes, sir. Summer league. Going up against Spingarn. They had Michael Graham. They had Bootney. Lord have young mercy. As, those youngest, man. Those youngest, man. They oh, did I lose going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Anyway, hey, but... But playing against them and the fact that they had so much firepower on the bench that had not developed yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. You know, you had great players that were on the bench just sitting there waiting and watching. I yeah. remember being at Dunbar as a ninth grader back in 82. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, these guys ain't going to stop for years. That way, you know, when we were in high school, we thought, hey, they signed the contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, they yeah. weren't going to be there. You know, we, we had some talent. Mr. Woods got together some man. talent, man. I mean, some crazy talent. You know, so it didn't surprise me that they went undefeated the year that I left. You know, it didn't surprise me at all because he was, like, loaded up. We had guys that had to play JV that could start on other people's team in a a high. So that's how we were really deep. And and Bootney Green, one of the greatest players ever that came through D.C. One of the greatest. You know, I call him the Skywalker because he was my power forward. And, you know, just like when I had had Pat back, he had my back. Man, that dude was You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. You know, he's coaching now. Hey, Bootney, man, what's going on, man? <laughs> Clarence Bootney Green. Man, let's put it out there. That's a bad. Mama, yeah. there go that man. Yeah, that's it. 
Mama didn't go that bad. And he lit it up for Herbo for years. Yeah, he lit it up for oh. years, man. Okay. Oh, Lord. So, uh, 80 points one game? Yeah. yeah. Yep, 80 points one game. Yep, 80, sure man. 80 points. But, you know. I didn't get that the whole summer. Hey, Peter, <laughs> hey, hey, Peter y'all wasn't too bad either, though, man. Huh? Y'all wasn't too bad either. No. That wasn't too bad either, man. Didn't nobody really want to play HD. No. Especially from the Western Division. They didn't want to go up against them at all, man. The Tower of Power was for real. Because I think my first year at Spangon, they were the favorite. HD Wilson was the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're coming from that that neighborhood, baby. The WB, Watts Branch, is always putting them out. Am I right, Peter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, no man. doubt. No hey, doubt. Peanuts, thank you but so much. But that's been gone, Ma, man. Not only that, not only they were good, but they were physical as hell. Physical and <laughs> fundamentally sound. Yeah, exactly. Physical man, my yeah. God. Who? Who? The, the Spingarn squad yeah, we, was unbelievable. Yeah, we had a squad. Man. We had a hell of a squad. Uh, man. I remember I came to I, I came to watch the Dunbar game. Mm-hmm. Stretch. Hey, hey Peanut. Sean Avaretto. Yeah. Hey Peanut. You went. <laughs> hey, hey Peanut. You went to HD. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, why did y'all have to get those men to play against us in the championship at Coolidge, man? <laughs> <laughs> why y'all couldn't, why y'all couldn't play us fair? Hey, yeah, they yeah, always look like men, they man. They broke. Y'all got the alumni team to come. It's all right, though. <laughs> y'all, 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 we're getting into this, going back into the high school. Peanut, I'm glad you called. Yeah. Everybody had a squad. Yeah, everybody. Right. Everybody had a squad. We could go the outside. The high was so powerful. Oh, man. It was, it was like back then, Peanut and them, I'm talking about, you, you got to be talking about like 1980 on up to like maybe 85. Yeah. It was powerful. It, it was the best in the country. You know, yeah. I, I over the years, I, I done moved out of town and came back and you know, I just found out that there is no more inner high. No you know what I'm saying? It's like it's it, it, to me right now. It's weak. Yeah. It's very weak. Very Man, high school is not like it used to be. Yeah. You know, you can't find the big guys. Everybody on your team is five eleven. Your center's five eleven. Yes, I, right. I thought it was just me. No, <laughs> I it was just me. It's the same thing. No you know, I mean, yeah, no, no position basketball, right. man. So I, you right. know. Yeah. And then, in order to get somewhere, it ain't the high school coach. No, uh, you know, no more doing things in charge to get the guys in school. It's everybody from the AAU team, right. and they get plenty of this oh, jobs and everything they else. You know, you got these kids now. We didn't have trainers when we was coming up. We was out in, the, in boots, running in the right. snow. You know, sprints. Now you got these guys. They got trainers. They got their mom and papa being their agents yeah. and telling you how long they should play and what they should play and what play you need. Waiting for the R. Kelly in basketball. Oh Nobody man, come on, out. man! It's, 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 I said it. Yeah, I said yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, when I when I was a, when I was a sophomore at, mm. at Coolidge because mm. I left Dunbar and went to Coolidge, mm. and you guys, man, came to MM Washington. Mm-hmm. Turned it out, we, and that's what we had. We didn't even have the real. Bad boys. <laughs> yeah, we still sure. had the yeah, 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 I remember the movie. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, goodness, yeah right. I had to bring him from the ceiling. Yeah, should, should, we, <laughs> should we leave now? Or should we just stay here and pick up our dead and go home? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was it was amazing. I, I was I was in awe of 
how unique mm -hmm. every team in the inner high was. Mm -hmm. But you guys were a step above everybody else. That's because right we had all the transfers. Everybody wanted to transfer and come right. to Spingon. And that's what yep. it was because, I yep. mean, at any given night, we could have lost to HD, Dunbar, Coolish. Them teams were that good. They were that good, Who man. Yeah, Dave Butler. Milton Newton. Milton Newton, Tim yeah. Anderson. Tim Anderson. Sonny Red. Sonny, right. Wally Lancaster. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, well, you know, even even the Catholic schools, the math, the oh, Mackins. You know, I mean, you know, you look at Dominique Presley. Oh, May he rest in peace. May he still have, we still, man, he still drop, man, have, we had fits trying to check that guy. I got in trouble at Dunbar my freshman year mm -hmm. because I went to the early spin on Dunbar game. Mm -hmm. And Sean Sean Avaretto didn't have the greatest game that game. Mm -hmm. And I said, Sean, what happened? I just got stuff thrown at me all yes, day. Shut up. We're going to talk about it. I said, but you're getting. I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm going to transfer. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I went. So, uh, but you guys, you guys were a staple in the D.C. history of basketball. And um, Peanut, I'm glad you called in, man. Thank you so yeah, much, man. All right, thank you. All right, man. All right, man. Okay, bye, right, buddy. I'll be good now. All right. All right, now. All right. All right. All right. Now, let's talk about this real quick, and we're going to go to a break. Mm -hmm. You're an alumnus of, of Spingarn. Mm -hmm. what, what, is, what is the feel about the fact that they closed your school? You know what? Uh, D.C. has changed so much over the years. It's, um, Gentrification. And sometimes I, I think that, you know, and, I, and that's what I'm talking about. I mean, how can you close a school with so much history, rich history? You know, they say, oh, we didn't have enough people because normally a school like that, you got like 700, 800 students. Right. You know, back in the day in the 80s, that's what we had. But before they closed, like a couple of years before they closed, I had worked over there. I volunteered over there. And man, we could even fill up a third of that school. Yes, you know, yeah. So that's, but they could have moved it and still kept the name or something to keep it open. But they chose not to. I mean, why couldn't you close down uh, Phelps and bring it over? You know, spend on a bigger school. You could have did what you did at Phelps and brought everything over. And there. brought everything over. But, you know, that's how they do it. And I think it's more, like you say, gentrification and a money thing. It's a money thing. It, it's it's money. It got to be money, man. That I neighborhood mean, over there is worth a lot of money. Uh, yes, that, it is. With, with, with that golf course. And right? it got history. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We got the history. Langston that's golf it. Course. Hey, man. That's it. Yep. You know, I, I, all this time I didn't even know Spingarn was closed. Yes, man, it's so closed. What, what six years? What is the football years. field and stuff over there? It's still there. Yeah, but other schools use it. You oh. got to make a call and everything and reserve it to oh. use it. You oh. know, and they had just they had just fixed up the field before they closed. I'm right. like, why are you gonna fix up the field and you close down the school? That was crazy. Yeah, that's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. They got the streetcars parked up in there, which nobody rides. <laughs> I mean, nobody. Even that's why it's free. Nobody and nobody still rides it. I mean, it's not. It's not worth. It waste of money. It's really not for us. They ride it. Right. It's not for us. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. It's not for us. You know, um, my mother. My mother was a graduate of Dunbar. Mm -hmm. She graduated in '59, mm -hmm. and she remembers streetcars. Mm -hmm. My mother too, too. You know, and and, and, and the streetcar went from the bridge, all the way to Georgetown. Mm -hmm. On Eighth Street, yeah. Okay, so right. we should live on Eighth Street. That's right. I remember when the buses was DC Transit. Yeah. You know, and I remember seeing the streetcars come through there. I remember the, when 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 uh, King got killed, and they had the riots on Eighth Street. I was living at five hundred six Eighth Street, and I was looking out the window. You know what I'm saying? I see all these National Guards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember that. I, I, I remember that. 
You know what I'm saying? And I, that's something. I'm like, wow, it changed a lot. You know, I remember down uh, down the street there when they had a people's drug store. Yeah. Then it became a Safeway. Yeah. Then it became a Murray's. And now who knows what it is. It's you know, everything is, it's, it's all changed. <laughs> Everything's changed. They're going up. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I wanted to get your, 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 your feel on that because there's a lot of spin gone mm -hmm. alumni. Mm -hmm. Alumni out that, uh, you know, last year, mm -hmm. Ricky Goins mm -hmm. put together the Urban Coalition. I love Ricky, yeah. And Ricky, yeah, man, Ricky, Ricky. God bless you, Ricky, for I putting together him. history. And he brought all these guys in Spingarn won the title. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, the, the first year, we first won the year. title. I was at that game, me, former coach John Woods, assistant coach Burrell, and we were proud, you know, and, and, and Bootney led us to that victory. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Jones. Hugh Jones, yeah, 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 man. Which is, which is my, uh, my, my nephew. All right. Yeah, all yeah, right. you know, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it was something. It was, it was it something. Was, it was he brought sad. together something that we were missing. Because mm -hmm. after that coalition, it seemed like basketball in D.C. has, has died, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Di it's, it's really, it's really at, it's probably at, at its worst time right right now, today. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that uh, I watched, about four years ago, I watched the H.G. Uh, Woodson Warriors mm -hmm. put together an undefeated season. Mm -hmm. And they were legit. Mm -hmm. uh, you got a couple of guys that are playing on the team at Georgetown mm -hmm. now that, mm -hmm. that are member, mm -hmm. members of the squad. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is what they brought a feel back. They were kids that were from D.C. Mm -hmm. They had a couple of guys, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, six, exactly. And they had a really good squad, mm -hmm. and it went undefeated. Now they got to play everybody. Mm -hmm. And they got an opportunity to beat some really good teams. Yeah. Uh, some, you know, DeMath is no longer in our league. Mm -hmm. They don't play in the city title game. Right, right, they, right. They were mainstays of. Uh, but I started seeing people just gravitate towards this team like no one else had in years. Mm -hmm. And it was because of, well, Kurt Smith and the mm -hmm. Summer League. Mm -hmm. um, the Summer League at, at uh, 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 Berry Farms, mm -hmm. the Goodman League. Boy. And you had the opportunity for the kids to play in those leagues as mm -hmm. up, up and coming rising exactly. seniors, exactly. Which, which galvanized. Oh, I'm waiting to see this, and then next thing you know, they go undefeated. Mm -hmm. I don't think the city, and I don't think that team and those players really understood the magnitude. What it was. Right, the magnitude. They, they, you guys they, they, just blew up the spot. Right, for real. You from right. DC? This is a DC. This is a basketball right. city, regardless of if you got superstar football players. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was it was fun to watch that. Um, and that buddy of mine, his son played Clint McCoy. Mm -hmm. His son was playing on that team. Mm -hmm. So I was happy to see that happen, man. Uh -huh. So but what we're gonna do right now, we're gonna go to I've gotta take a break. Okay. All right, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk a little bit more about Georgetown basketball in that okay. season. Okay. But I wanna talk more about what you're doing now as okay. well. Okay. Uh, and also we're gonna come back a little bit more with Mike as um, you know, this guy, he's a you know, 640 like to go, you know, play a couple of numbers, but you don't know what this guy did. I'm gonna give it. You go. We gonna find out. Get that number, man. Get that bag. We can need that bag. With that bag. With that bag. With that bag. And 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 Miss, you know, one another thing we gonna talk about about Mike is about you know he actually was under the coach that invented the triangle before the coach really was the triangle. The triangle offense. About about that. If we can, Mike. Sure can. We'll be back in a little while. We're going nowhere. Me. Yeah.
New Orleans, man. I want y'all to peep out, man. My man 640, man, for the evening show, man. He doing it like that, man. He all over, you know what I'm saying? 
what I'm saying? Shout out, man. DMV.
Gerard, Gerard, Gerard. What am I going to do with you? All right, I guess we're going to play phone tag. Anyway, um, I'm calling you back. It's about 20 minutes to 5. Um, don't look like you're going to be able to make a trip today, so um, hopefully we can plan for something else. So give me a call back. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All the special things you do for me I think about you, baby Then I smile in amazement Cause your love is like a river Opened up to me To me Girl, I need you To me, there's no place I would rather be hey, And I make this vow to you Baby, you mean the whole world to me So Shall I say Just what to do, babe Just what to do, babe I feel, I feel Yeah, we back, we back, back I hope y'all enjoyed that music What's up, 640, you okay? Yeah, I'm good, 320, just, you know, we go to a break You know, he, he laid down the foundation You know, he be eating, you know You yeah. alright? You good? Hey, don't talk right now I'm, I'm good, good. I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great I'm gonna get, get, um uh, just uh, like I said before, before we left off the show, man, um, I want to talk about this. Like, they might real. I know, you know, if you don't, I don't want to kick it out, put it all out there, and everything mm-hmm. like that, man. But um, how did it feel? You know, when you when that ticket came up, I heard that you got real lucky on the DC lottery. Mm-hmm. I was I was a, a mm. general manager for Renner Center. Renner Center. Yeah, and I had went over to another store. And on George Avenue to get some more laptops because my store was out of them. And so, you know, um, I had to use the bathroom. So I decided to stop at this gas station. And I'm like, well, damn, maybe if I buy something, you know, he'll let me use the bathroom. But I didn't see anything in there I wanted besides a bottle of water. And then, you know, I was like, I didn't want anything to eat. So I just decided to get a ticket and come to find out he didn't have, he didn't want me to use the bathroom. So I had the ticket. I wound up going back to my shop, and I must have had the ticket in my wallet for like maybe eight days, nine days. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking maybe I got a couple dollars on it, and I can, you know, probably, you know, get me a, a cold beer or something. Gotcha. So I'm glad I didn't walk over to the store and try to cash it. So one day I went home, and uh, I was falling asleep, but I, I, I was I was listening to the ten o'clock news, mm-hmm. and they was calling off some numbers, and they called off one number, and I said, "Well, damn, I got that number." I say, man, but I probably ain't hit it. So my friend, which is Coach uh, Thompson's nephew, called me and say, Beast, you played the number today? I say, yeah. He say, man, 
somebody hit it. They looking for somebody in D.C. that hit it. <laughs> he said, you, won't you check your numbers? I said, man, I got to go to work in the morning. I got inventory. Call me in the morning. I hung up on him. <laughs> so uh, um, I get up in the morning. And my brother-in-law from, from North Carolina called me. He said, hey, man, what you doing? I said, I ain't doing nothing. He said, man, somebody got lucky with, with a ticket, man. I said, really? He said, yeah, in D.C. I said, send me them numbers, man. I'm going in the shower. So I go in the shower. I come out the shower. And, and my, my, my brother-in-law, he texts me the numbers. So I got the ticket start looking at it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got sick. <laughs> I got sick. I went back. I went back to bed. I balled up like, oh, yes, yes, I got sick. Yes. You know, man. and I was like, well, damn. My brother said, man, you sure you want to go? To, you want something? You need something to drink or something? I said, nah, man, I'm, I'm physically sick. And so uh, my, my, my best friend wound up calling me again. And I was like, man, yeah, I, I hit it. And he said, what? He said, you okay? I said, yeah. He said, man, you want me to, you want me to, to come over or something? I said, no. Nah, don't come over. You get low, right. And before you know it, I'm laying in the bed. I done took all work. You got everybody coming through the door. You right. know, my cub family and everything. They get mad. Everybody making their list and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Do you know I saw you like two weeks later at CarMax? Yep, that's when I broke yeah. I saw you. I yeah, was like, yeah, what's yeah, up, yeah. man? And I was hey, like, I said, maybe I should ask him for a couple dollars. Hey, Laura. Hey, Mikey, that's on. Oh, no, he's too big. I ain't going to ask him. Yeah, I mean, Laura. And yeah. I just, I mean, I just, I just couldn't believe it, man. It was like, wow. So, you know, it, it was good and everything. I wound up going back to school, uh, getting my bachelor's, you know, spending money on my kids, buying a house. Good man, you know, good yeah, man. I did everything right that I wanted to do, but nobody else cared about that I had kids. Right. You know, That's I crazy. mean, after ain't taxes, money ain't don't that. go far. Exactly. Don't go far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I lost some friends. I gained some friends. So I hear that. That's life. I hear that. Yeah, Mike, I heard that. Um, I was reading about it, about you. You said one of the first persons that you called was John Thompson about it? Yeah, I yeah I called him, um, <laughs> and I let him hold the ticket for like another seven or eight days at the basketball. Oh game. man! Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I signed it. I made a copy, uh, but he took the copy from me. So I guess he's gonna put that in his book. Okay. You know, because okay, I wanted okay. a copy. But yeah, I wind up uh, I wind up calling him and everything, and uh, you That's know, it all worked yeah. out. Huh? Yeah. Did you pick yeah. your own numbers or did you let the machine pick? I let the, the machine random, pick it. The randoms. The random. Yeah, hey, that's a, that's a clue. message. Stop trying to win. Just go ahead. And <laughs> let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. ride That's what's up, man. That's yeah. what's up, man. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I do the three digits and the four digits. So, you know, every now oh, he's successful. Stuff. Yeah, he's a professional. Yeah. I'm a professional. I'm, I'm, I'm usually good with that for once a month, but you know, that, that, that's you know anything. You know, you don't get it too addicted to that. Yeah, man. yeah, you don't. It's just you don't. like the casino. Because I'm gonna tell you one thing I did. You know, one thing I did, man, I started, you know, them uh, $20 tickets. You started start gambling some more. Man, I started buying them jokes. They weren't even open yet. Like five at a time. The scratch tickets? The scratch-offs? Yeah, yeah. wow. $20 scratch-offs? Yeah, man, I was buying them. They wasn't even more. I'd be like, give me those. Give me those. Give me those. You did, know. did they work? Did you get $100 off of them? I ain't, I ain't Nah, Straight no real money. Folks, when you win, take your money and keep it. Don't give it back to them. Oh, 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 you be claiming them on your taxes as gambling <laughs> laws. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, Mike. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, hey, man, you know, congrats to all that, Thanks, man. man. You know, absolutely, man. It's good to hear that, you know, uh, real-life story from that somebody, you know what I'm saying? And I get that connection. With, so hopefully not. Look, I mean, you know, maybe some of them rub off on me right. tonight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it, it'd be all good. I love that. I'm trying to make sure it's like deodorant. I'm right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what's up. And um and and what uh, I'm gonna like I said uh, also what I want to know about was how you know you was with uh, Phil Jackson before Phil Jackson was Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, before and not, you know how how was that? Was that that was in Seattle? That was something different. I got drafted by Seattle Supersonics, uh-huh. and um, I, everybody said I should have made the team. Maybe I, I, I think so too. So what they did, they wound up sending me to like their farm club, mm-hmm. which is called the Albany Patroons in Albany, New York. Phil Jackson was the coach, and playing for him, man. I mean, it was weird, you know. But you think about it, man. It's Phil Jackson, you know. I mean, we were doing yoga, we was reading books, mm-hmm. you know, but. I don't know. I my opinion incense? was, huh? He's burning incense. I don't know about burning incense. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know about <laughs> that. But he was a weird cat, man. No, that was just, um, yeah. yeah, he was real weird. So, um, I, I played for him for like a season, you know, and then he, he traded me. You know, he said that was something for him hard to do because I, I probably was one of the best players he ever coached. Oh, so he said he had to pull over the side of the road. This was in one of his books to make that decision. Because, okay, you know, okay. whether he wanted to get rid of me because I was the type of player that, you know, I had a little bit of Dominique in me. I had a little bit of this person in me. And he was like, well, damn, if he just listened. My thing was I wanted to score. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to run the triangle for me on the rebound. And I understand during that time I was young and everything. and No excuse, you know. But I, I, want, I can physically score on the inside if you give it to me. So he had these two guys. They were like almost in their 40s. Okay. That's who was doing all the scoring. So, you know, I was like, well, damn, you know, hey. So he wound up trading me one night in Charleston, West Virginia. Never forget it. Charlestown. No, no, Charleston. 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 Okay, okay. So uh, he wound up trading me, man. We played them that night. So he called me to his hotel room. Never forget it. It was a pack of Marlboros and a six-pack of Heineken. So I, you know what I'm saying? So I know something was wrong. (laughs) And he told me he traded me right there so I didn't have to go nowhere. Oh, you know, man. yeah. So that that was it. And then recently, a couple of years ago, he got mad with Carmelo, and he brought me up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, damn, man. Use me as exactly. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. But the thing is, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't fault him for. You know, we had, we probably had some problems or something. Mm-hmm. You know, he always said I would go out on him, like you know. But during that time, I had lost my mother, mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't right anyway. I really didn't want to play. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I wound up going up there anyway. So, you know, I mean, I feel good. I, I played for a, a lot of NBA Hall of Famers. I played for Cassie Russell. Mm-hmm. I played for, uh, uh, what, damn, what was the little guy named? Henry Bibby. Wow. You know, so, I, you know, I, I've been to the CBA Championship twice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I just didn't, it just, as I got older, it didn't get, it got it didn't get interesting no more. I understand. You know what I'm saying? And during that time, I had a, I had a son and everything. I had to think about and wanted to be home, so I just like gave up on it. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play a little game real quick, and then mm-hmm. we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna stop the interview. Mm-hmm. I want I'm gonna give you a few names, and I want you to give me what you think they are. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out. Melvin Middleton, the best ball handler I've ever seen. The best ball handler I've ever seen. We had a team so deep at Spingon. Like I said, these are guys could have played at some some other high school and started, and probably been like a, a, a all in a high or something, you know. So ended up at oh man, yeah man, <laughs> we 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 had a ball, and I knew with him and Sherman together because Sherman was on our team yeah. too, you know. So uh-huh. I know after we left that they were going to have a strong team and better than ours. 
than the one we had. But the reason why my senior year was, it, it, it was messed up. Because number one, I, I, had, I had committed to Georgetown and my high school coach didn't know it and everything went to, went to, went to shame. They didn't want to do nothing for me. I didn't want to do nothing. We, we were, we, it was frightening. I missed a lot of games because they didn't, you know, it was crazy. You know, so I'm surprised that, you know, I was really, really, really chosen to go to Georgetown. But Donald Huff, who used to write for the Post, yeah. always said John Thompson would call up there and ask him who's the best player every week. And he would always say Michael Graham. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I mean, that, that made me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Daryl Proof. Oh, man. Well, man, you about to make me cry. That's my brother. <laughs> I love him, man. That's, that's you know what? I am so dude, yes. I am dude. so happy for him that he's the coach. He finally got a head coaching job. And don't be surprised that that you you'll see him in college too. Oh, Without a doubt, he he's good, man. He 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 makes the commitment to these kids, man. And you know, I I never been around nobody like him. We played together overseas. He used to get on me, man. All you do is stay in the room and read business books. That's because I was thinking, my mind was thinking. But you know what? We had fun together every time. I felt comfortable going to play overseas when he was with me. But anybody else, I done had Grant Garnasek, um, Ernest Graham, them guys I didn't feel comfortable with because I knew they was they good men, but they trouble. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a crazy experience. Let's see here. Milt Newton. Milt Newton, I remember a hard player. You know, would always shoot the ball. We would, we would have a game plan for him because I, we thought that he can hurt us more than Donald Hodges or or Sonny Red. Yeah. Well, we we thought about Sonny Red too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. No, I know. <laughs> but yeah, but Milt Milt was the one that put the dagger in you. David Butler, strong rebounder. I mean, we wow. used to hate playing against <laughs> one another. He used to hate playing against me. I used to hate playing against him. Woo. Tough. Man. Tough, and that's what that's what UNLV needed to win that national. Joe Bernie, I don't remember much about Joe Bernie. Okay, I mean Joe. What I do remember, I, I knew he was a tough player, and you know, I mean, he was tough with anybody, yeah. especially defensively. Yeah. You know, and I, that's what I remember about him. Poopy James. You remember Poopy? No, I don't remember Poopy get that, James. Get that. Get that. Too. Hold for one second, folks. Carla, what's going on? It's the 640 Evening Show. You're here with Michael Graham. What's up? Hi, it's Robin. Hey, Robin. Hey. What's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Right. Oh, my God. I am so, I am really, really enjoying this. Hey, Michael Graham. How you doing? Good to see you again after all this time. Um, I'm truly enjoying this interview. I do have a question, and I also have a statement. Okay. Um, this is Robin. I don't know if you know who I am, but I do write... Um, a blog and a review for the 640 Evening Show. Uh-huh. And one thing I wanted to ask you, did you ever think after your you know, your career or whatever that uh, you wanted to do coaching? Why didn't you not get into that? I, I wanted to, but uh, people wouldn't give me a chance, and I thought maybe some people were fearful because of who I am. You wow. know, and I always thought, well, maybe they didn't have confidence in their self because I always had plenty of coaches say they would call me back and never did. You know, only one guy gave me that opportunity, and that was Keno Kemp, you know, as his assistant when he was over Oxen Hill. But I would love to get into coaching, you know. Yeah, because uh, you're still, I mean, you're young, you know. Um, you still have that opportunity. So um, 
I hope maybe some of them are even watching the show tonight that will, you know, um, you know, uh, to hear what you're saying and, and maybe give you that opportunity, um, you know, to coach. I think that would be a, a perfect blend for you right now. Well, I hope they do. I'm, I'm waiting, you know. I mean, I'm not looking to be a head coach. You know, I just want to help out a child because someone helped me out. You that know, exactly. I mean, I was a big old six nine kid, probably 160 pounds in the ninth grade when I started to play. And, right. you know, I didn't, you know, it, it, it didn't happen overnight for me. It was hard work. So, and that's what I want to do, be able to do with, with the other kids. You know, I, I want to be out there and, and give back. Right. Well, you definitely oh, deserve God. that opportunity um, with all your knowledge and expertise. I, again, have enjoyed this segment of the show. Um, I just have to, my comment actually is thank you so much for even having the conversation, especially, um, you know, about the, the way it used to be back in the day. And I'm a Catholic school girl, but trust me, I was at all of the, the public school, um, uh, high school uh, basketball games. <laughs> uh, my mother is actually an alumni from Cardoza. Okay. Um, so um, it, it, you just brought back some wonderful memories. I wish D.C. was chocolate city i wish it was the way it was mm -hmm. um but unfortunately it is not right. but um thanks for the memories thanks for the conversation thanks for coming on to the show and i wish you all the best thank hey, you robin hey, I robin, really that's, hey robin you shocked me today sweetie that's a very good that's a very good intelligent phone call and that was a very good question <laughs> that you did you really shocked me today you're learning. Well, you have to have a Get him! After the show, six forty. Get him! <laughs> Get him! Always try to take me there, but you know I got something for you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it in the vlog, Robin. Put it in the vlog. <laughs> you know I got it. You know I got it. I oh got that God. bag for you. Don't worry about I it. Put it in the vlog. I know T, right? Eight three twenty. How you doing, Robin? How you doing? I'm good. I'm blessed, sweetheart. All right, guys, continue. You know right. I'm still here watching, taking my notes, and you know I'm gonna do a good review. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, talk to you guys soon. Hey, um, Mike, um, one of the um, because um, um, when Rob was talking about back like back in the day, I know you because you you had touched on it too in um in some of your um articles about it was a um uh I guess an untrue what people don't know about they pick, they think that when you go to Georgetown that you get all these free tennis shoes and stuff mm -hmm. like that from Thompson. So mm -hmm. you said it was a far that was far from the truth. Mm -hmm. huh? No <laughs> man, no. So yeah, I cleared the air for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd be lucky to get something from him. And if you're going to give them to you, hey, you better get them. You know, he didn't. He, he wasn't like that. You didn't get the shoes. You didn't get the perks or anything like that. At least I know I didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't think Reggie did. And I don't even think Patrick did. So, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's about an education and you getting uh, – you 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 getting to know to see the world because when I left Southeast to go up Georgetown, mm -hmm. whole different world, totally scary, different world. Yeah. totally different world, scary. Nobody you mad. know, yeah, but I loved it because <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was a challenge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things upset me at at the school. Like you know, I remember one day I'm turning in a paper, got an A on it. A woman didn't believe I did it. That hurt. Damn. Right. Yeah, that hurt. That that really yeah. hurt me. You know, yeah. and 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 and, and yeah. you know. But this is how you cheated. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You of know course. what I'm saying? That really hurt me. A, a lot of stuff, you know. And like I say, it, it's a lot more stuff basketball-wise and everything, but I'm letting all that come off my book. Okay. You know, okay, I'm not trying to hurt nobody, but I'm just going to tell the truth of, the of my experience. Okay, That's we got it. When is the book coming out? Well, I'm, I'm still working on it. We're just about there. Mm -hmm. um, 
You know, I, I still got to speak to a few more people. Maybe some people don't want to talk. You know, some people might not want to tell the story or, or anything or tell a different story. That's fine, too. But right, right. I'm going to tell what I know so another kid, you know, wouldn't go through what I went through. Okay, you okay. Know, because basketball it just was uh, my way out. Because, like I said, I used to be on the streets, stick-up kid, stealing spokes, tires, and everything else. So, yeah. you know, basketball really helped because my mother was a single parent. You know, so that that, that really that that really helped and showed me, in a sense, uh, in a sense, how, how to be that man. You know, and that's one thing I think. You know, by me going to Georgetown, we had a problem with because, in a sense, I was my own man. Right. You know, uh, and and I guess none of the other kids were. You know, so you know, I, I felt like I wanted to do, in a sense, what I wanted to do that that was good for me. Dumb young freshman. Yeah, so it happens. Mm-hmm. So, Understood. Uh, Everybody had the assistant coach actually had to come and get you some Mike Riley. Mike Riley, I love Mike <laughs> Riley. <laughs> He's at UDC, right? Yeah, yeah. I would be. I would go take the bus home, and you know, I'd be out late at night. I remember one day I was visiting this young lady, and I was, I was, I was on the sixth floor of a building around my way, and I'm coming down, and I see a assistant coach two in the morning at the door like this. <laughs> I walked right by him and went home. <laughs> I sure did, oh, you know, uh-huh. and it's like because coach didn't let freshmen have cars up there. Oh, oh, okay. Didn't, you know, didn't didn't allow it. But the next morning, I, I knew when I come to practice or when I get back on that campus, I got to go down to the office because I know oh Mike was over in Southeast. He he didn't stay on campus last night. <laughs> I, I had to be on with my mother. Where were you? you? Know? Yeah, <laughs> you know where were you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was a few times Mike Rowley had to come get me. <laughs> I got two more, two more players I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. First of all, Sherman Douglas. Okay. What did you think about Sherman as a, as as a as a underclassman? And you already said that you knew he was going to be mm-hmm. what he mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Sherman? Sherman and Sherman was a particular type of kid too. Sherman was a different kid. Sherman, he was always the quiet one, in a sense, kept to himself. You know, he might, he might crack a joke once in a while. But he was always serious about that ball game. He had this guy, damn, I can't think of his name now. I see him all the time, but it's been a long time. Um, that was his mentor. And he, he really kept Sherman straight because Sherman came out the area we came Tobin in Gardens. for Tobin Gardens. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of Sherman, especially where he's at today. And he's done really well for himself, yeah. you know, he's, he's, and, and he deserved it. He's a together dude. Yeah, he is. He is. He he, he really is. And, uh, you know, his brothers were better ball players. Yes. And yes, Sherman, but the, but the problem was they just couldn't stay out yeah, trouble. But I think they put everything in there. They did. They did. He They taught him what not to do. And his sister was the overseer. Pam. Yes, that was my heart. Uh, yeah, Pam, she was a good She, was she a good ain't girl. played. No, she didn't. I saw her. She did not play. I saw her hug him and go and say, you ever mess with my brother? And all of a sudden, it was like a daggone cartoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, Ooh. You're right. That's I it. I said, I'm going home because I don't want to see no more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she was deep, man. Oh, man. Yeah, Pam was a good, good person. The yeah. other ball player I want to ask you about, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. point guard. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Different type of point guard. Mm-hmm. And I saw that you and him had a connection mm-hmm. as, as 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 a freshman. You had a connection with him. Yeah, I did, because Mike used to keep me out of trouble. And Mike, you know, Mike was so positive. I, I you know, I learned from Mike how to work, because I would see him do his schoolwork and who, he, and who he would be around. 
in order to get it done. See, Mike knew how to get stuff done. You know what I'm saying? He he, he knew the people. In order for him to get whatever he needed to get done, he knew the people. Right. He, he knew who to, who to go to. So I, I sort of taught that. We was roommates for a little bit, and that's, that's what I learned okay. from Mike. You know, And he was a very honest guy, you know, and tell me what I'm doing wrong. And, you know, he'd be the first one besides Reggie. You dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, and that was good. Well, I, think, you I, think, know? I think Mike understood how important each individual was. Mm -hmm. Because when I saw him play and distribute the ball, mm -hmm. he knew exactly where to put the ball. Mm -hmm. He also knew exactly what to tell you right before you came into the timeout mm -hmm. and right before you came out of the timeout. Right. And who else was good at that? And who I loved so much. The two guys that really kept me together, Gene Smith and Fred Brown. Fred Brown, I was his roommate on the road. Okay. Oh. And they put us together because I guess they figured Fred, I was like Fred, yeah. <laughs> man, me and Fred, we got we shared a lot of stuff, man, and, and Fred knows a lot of stuff. People thought Fred was soft, and Fred was no, no Fred, way no, never. Oh man, Fred high was, school, Fred was, Fred was it. Oh <laughs> man, Fred was it, man. But Fred, you know. He was the one, he was like the father figure, you know. He was like the father figure. He took care of me, and Gene was the same way. Gene would tell you what you're doing wrong, what you ain't doing wrong, and everything else. And and both of them still do that today. Yeah. Um, do, they, do they still mess with Freddie Brown about that past? Yeah, but I, I believe Fred has gotten over that. You know, it happens. Right. It was, you know. And people still do. People still mention it. It's, it's in the same category as Chris Webber with the time. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. Let it go, Fred. We love you, man. Don't worry about that. If anybody say something to you, I got to come. I mean, I'd rather, be, I'd rather be known for that than to be known for shooting up a school or something. Oh, well, yeah, you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, it's hey, put that on me anytime. Yeah, somebody <laughs> told him to call a timeout. That's what he, That's you what know what I'm saying, still to this day, Yeah, man. Fred was a good dude because I remember we, I played a couple um, pickup games with like, um, GW. He used to go down there and play, mm -hmm. play ball, play yep. ball down there. And Fred was like, you want, I said, man, you gonna pick me on your team? He's like, yeah, you gonna play with you? Don't you got confidence? That's how I said. How many you shots did you make? And said, what were you wearing? How you think? You believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? That's right. Like, there you go. That's like okay. Hey guys. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut it short. Okay. We're gonna bring. We're gonna bring Michael back in a couple of minutes. I've got to get this other gentleman on okay. as soon as possible. We're gonna go to a quick, quick break, and we'll be back. Michael, thank you so much for. Thank it. you. Hey, man, we, we, don't worry. You are a friend of the show forever. <laughs> hey, forever. We are the man, 648 strong, show. On Fox, huh? on Vox. Oh, He's about to say I'm about to say Fox. Fox. Not on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> give me a call on Fox. I need that bag hooking me up. But until then. One sentence in the building, too. Gotcha, baby. <laughs> hey, we're on VoxWave.com here. We are the 640 Evening Show. We'll be right back with that old Baptiste. The Power Way. You DMV's next superstar? Come show your talents at the Live Mic Showcase. Register with Stan Kelly at m4recording at gmail.com and perform live at the Voxwave Studio located inside Star Imports dealership right next to Red Lobster at 4711 Off Place in Suitland, Maryland. It's the Live Mic Showcase featuring this area's hottest unsigned talent. It's happening Fridays at 10 p.m. Stream us live at voxwave.com or come party with us in person. Fellas, $10 at the door. Ladies, free on the guest list before 12. That's 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland. And online at voxwave.com. It's the Live Mike Showcase. Don't miss it. 
D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Who's got the best talent in the DMV? Tune in to VoxWave.com Fridays at 10 p.m. for the live mic showcase and see this area's hottest unsigned talent. Are you DMV's next superstar? Sign up at Linktree slash M4 Recording or register with Stan Kelly at M4 Recording at gmail.com. Then come down to the VoxWave studio at 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland and broadcast your talent worldwide. Two stages, all ages. That's right. Come party with us and see your favorite local artists perform in person. Fridays, doors open at 10 p.m. Fellas, $10. Ladies, free on guest list before 12. It's going down at the Voxwave Studio, located inside Star Imports Dealership, right next to the Red Lobster, 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland, or stream us live at Voxwave.com. It's the Live Mike Showcase. Showcase, showcase, showcase. Don't miss it.
back A640, man. You all right? Yeah, man. I'm having a ball. I'm having a ball today. Are you okay? I'm good. You know, I got my chips. I got my chips. I just crushed my cranberry juice. Tropicana style, are we, are, babe. Are we getting paid for this? I don't think, you know. Yeah, we'll turn this I'm going right to turn, turn it Anyway, all right. <laughs> it's all about promotion. We're going up Promo. Again. You know, we got the uh, we going up against the Wizards tonight. They got Golden State up in the, up in the place. No, 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 you're not going up against the Wizards. <laughs> hey, Tim, That's call crazy. him, man. Tim, get your brother, man. Please, hey, look, all right, please look, do. I'm been a, I've been a Warriors fan for three years. <laughs> <laughs> we going. <laughs> I'm getting on you. I'm going in. Hey, Boy. right now we don't have that much time to be playing around. Hey, wait, we got my man right now, Mr. Daoud Baptiste. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good friend. Good bring friend. Him in, bring him in. Bring him in. Thank bring you for having in. me, bring sir. Thank you so much for being on the show. Pleasure my to be brother. here, man. Thank man, you for having me. We've been trying. I've been trying to work this for a while, huh? Yes, sir. It's been a minute. Yes, sir. Daoud, why don't you go ahead and enlighten us to what you do for a profession? I am. Jack of all trades. That's right. Jack of all trades. I wear a number of hats. So I started back as a songwriter and an artist. Um, we did a deal that was a subsidiary of Bad Boy. Take that, take that, with Bad Boy. Sony and Epic. Yeah, to take that guy. Take, take that, take that. Sean Combs. Yeah, you had to go get no uh, cheesecake or nothing, did you? Nah. Oh, good, good, good. But good. I did, um, we don't get cheesecake. Mm, you know, cheesecake. We lived in, in, in Puff's house. We were part of a, um, a management camp. I guess you could call it. It was, you know, me, my brother Usher, and a few other young artists. Mm. And, um, you know, gradually went on from there, became more of a songwriter. That's kind of where Nonchalant came in. I had an opportunity to write for her, mm. and I wrote the title track for her album. And um, I became disheartened with the industry after coming back from a, um, a tour where one of the label execs told me, listen, there's some people in high places splitting up your publishing and you're not getting paid. So that's when I started to learn. That was the first time I quit the industry and then um, came back to do management and brought in Raheem Devon and Rich Harrison, a bunch of dope people, and um, ran into another issue with, uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of certain things happening at high places in order to, for you to reach certain plateaus. That's you got to do certain favors. I came face to face with that and um, damn near smacked the nigga that brought <laughs> that shit up to me. Yeah. Real talk. Mm -hmm. And um, I quit the industry again. Damn. And uh, I was brought back by my homie in Brooklyn to manage this artist named Lava. They were crowning him as the next biggie, <clears throat> Jamaican kid. Got him a deal at Jive. He got the deal and became big-headed and cursed out Barry Weiss, the CEO. Wow. <laughs> he cursed out Barry Weiss Barry and Birdman Weiss. in the same day. Wow. Um, but <laughs> during that time is when I met my current working partner. I actually work for his company, but we work as partners in a lot of different things, Wendell Haynes. Um, his company is Volition Sound, branding and marketing. Um, that artist, Lava, was the first artist I brought in to do a commercial. We did um, the Frito-Lay Mountain Dew um, advertisement for the movie Cat in the Hat. And um, from there on, we kind of built this relationship to where now, at Volition, like, I'm the agent. I'm the Jerry Maguire, where I go out and bring certain things back. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been very beneficial for the artists I manage in my private business because starting with that Lava thing years ago, I've always had an opportunity for 
there to be a spot for one of my artists in a huge commercial campaign, national. So one of the first national ones we did was um, summer of 2015. This was like the biggest one. It's for an artist named Moses Stone. Now, he grew up in Southeast, and he went to do The Voice in L.A. He was on Christina Aguilera's team, season two, okay. and went really far. But he started as a rapper. She taught him how to sing. And um, this McDonald's spot came up. And to get these spots, you have to be a workaholic, which he is. So long story short, he got the spot. And it's different than the traditional music industry. You don't have to wait a year or so for your residuals. Right. Commercial mm -hmm. comes out, a month later, your residuals starting in. So over the course of three months, he made good 80 grand, you know. And that was just his first commercial. And he just recently got a new McDonald's commercial, which is bigger than the last one. So he is, he's on his way back up here on the 29th okay. um, for us to meet about doing a new, a new festival in Coachella. Oh, okay. Um, it's going to be all-inclusive, but it's, it's going to be super dope. We should talk about that at another time. Got you, got you, got you. That kind of is the embodiment, the quick embodiment of what I've done. I've gone from artist and songwriter to... I don't know what you would call it now, but I call myself a consultant, and I am. You can go see on the website VeliciousSound.com hey, where I'm on there. Long <coughs> power three. Huh? Power of three. Man, you see how I glossed over and didn't I, even mention I that. I got you. I got you. But you know what? I, I, I see Gabby Mo all the time. Man, Gabby's my dude. That's you know I, I don't get a chance to talk to him because he's always got people around. Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, <laughs> you know, but I remember you, you in Coolidge. That's all. Bright eye freshman night. Yeah. What we gonna do? <laughs> you going to class? Cause we don't get nothing but trouble on here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 great to see how you've developed, not as an artist, not as a business person, but as an individual and as a great person. Thank you, you've sir. Always been a great person. I appreciate that, bro. You know? Real talk. It's 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 amazing. You know, I was telling my brother that uh, I said I'm gonna have Dalu on. He was like. What? What? I, don't, I said, he said, I got to watch your show. I was like, hold up, don't watch my show. Wow. <laughs> His own crazy? brother, there's no support hey, Chris, out there. Chris, man, don't watch my show, man. There's hey, no support out there. You, know, no, you know, it's doggy dog, even in the family. That's how it goes. Wow. You know, a little few bumps like you were talking about. Hey, Chris, thanks for watching. <laughs> you want me to do a commercial. We talk later. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but it's it's great, man. You, you, come, from, you come from a very loving family. Indeed. A very tight-knit family. Sometimes too loving. Too loving, too <laughs> tight. That's both ways. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can't breathe. I know. Yeah. Sorry, but, but it's dope, yeah. But, you know, it's your sister just got married. Indeed. I saw that until I said Her and Eric Curry. Congratulations. Curry the one. Yeah. Big up. Yes. Congratulations, baby. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't get a chance to see Carlson as much. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's not around as much as I, but I know that he's involved in uh, promoting his daughter. Oh, very involved. Actually, he is Managing his daughter, yeah. um, more or less, and she is being courted by the biggest agency, CAA. Hey. But they are taking their time yeah. before they just dive in because they are just like in any other business. It's it's snakes higher than the grass now. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my man Cuddy. Hey, he got one of Cuddy. the dopest songs I love out here, Cut Draw. Um, there are a lot of people who want to cut in when they see those dollar signs coming in. It's called, we call them jankies. You know, yeah, speaking jankies. Of, speaking of cutting in, because we don't have that much time, Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Chris Brown was in France 
In Paris. Turns around. In Paris. And isn't even anywhere near the incident. Because they show him yeah. with his with his kid's mother <laughs> and her. There's so many ways you can go with that. But like my man T.I. said, it is very funny how that happened shortly after his new deal. Ain't that crazy? Which what? makes him one of the youngest to own his masters. Mm-hmm. And... What makes it even funnier is that both of the women involved have now come out and said they lied, and his team is now suing the main girl involved. Hmm. And I hope she does every day of time that they give her, because hmm. they should give her some time for this. Chris Brown, give us a call. But hmm. it's nothing new. That goes on every day. Yeah. Girls are on payrolls to, to be this. in positions to do stuff like that. Case in point, Tupac spent four years in jail <coughs> because of one of them girls. That's Rest right. in peace That's to right. Tupac, man. I would use a different word if I wasn't... In the presence of certain Free my man you know, Young Gleesh, man. Free my man Young Gleesh. Yeah. He, he's out. He's, he's locked up because of that right now. Indeed. He didn't do it. Sure. Make sure y'all check out the interview with Young Gleesh, too, by the way, on DJ 320. Craig, you got to go ahead and get that shameless plug. But you know what, though? Um, what, what's funny about that, that, and it's not funny, is that is when they put out these type of accusations and stuff mm-hmm. about um, stars and celebrities like that. It's so how fast it picks up momentum, Man. and it's by yeah. our yeah. own people before mm-hmm. you know before anything. Any, I'm glad you just said that, you know bro. Before, yeah. you know, One before. of the worst things was how so many people were willing to say, "I knew it would be a matter of time before he did it again." Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's just shameful come because, on, come on, bro. Waiting for him to fall. This is in the it's, midst it's of like all of this knows. stuff going on with R. Kelly. Exactly. Why would somebody exactly. like Chris Brown, Chris Brown go to another country? Just to do this. He can't even. Not even him. rape anybody, but why would he go to another country and just grab a girl on the dance floor? Come on, man. Right. Come on, man. You can't even no, grab man. a girl on the dance floor if you're that type of star. He's right. our Michael Jackson. Thank you. you exactly. Gosh. Exactly. And that's why the deal he did, because it's a lot of other people, Master P and all of them did deals as mm-hmm. young as he was where they owned their masters, but none of them had the promise of longevity that he has. Right. He's going to be, you know, despite, that, I mean, disregarding the hand of God coming down, interrupting anything, he's going to have the next 20 years as a superstar. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's people in power that know this. Mm. And they're like, how the fuck is this nigga? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, that's how they you know, that's how easy it can become a conspiracy theory. But, you know, the truth of it is, you can't put it past him. It's Chris Brown. Hey. And you might as well be saying it's Michael Jackson. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I want you to know one thing. You are coming back to this show. Say no more, bro. I'm going to make sure that you you're here at least once a month. Because we got to get some information that is legitimate to the point. Fact. No doubt. And I've been trying to get you on the show for years. Mm-hmm. years. I'll take the blame for, for it taking so long. But tonight, mm-hmm. it was your fault. Yeah. It was my fault. I know what's going down tonight, bro. I just, oh. I just knew you were setting it up for next Thursday. Oh, man, I know. I looked and at I'm your not... thing and I was like, huh, this chick says tonight. I was, going, I, was, I was going to take blame for it. I was bro, I had just smoked a spliff. Oh, no. I was preparing for the evening phone calls and emails. Oh, I couldn't leave you hanging, bro. Like, and I'm glad I came through. Right that's there, why man. I love you. You've always been that dude. This man saw me with my kids in the metro and was like, hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Real he talk. around like that. Is he famous? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not <laughs> All right, though. Oh, man. No, it's about hey, support, man. Hey, hey, you've always been there. And I, I, I really appreciate you, man. Uh, Shout to my man, Young Uptown. Give it up. Michelle Blackwell. Hey, baby. Hey. Cuddy. Gabby, what's up, bro? There's so much talent here. And before we go, Eric Curry, I was telling you a moment ago, we did the ESPN look for the... um. NFL countdown. Yeah. We're getting ready to do this dope NBA look for the ESPN with Eric Curry from um, UCB. 
called Buckets. Okay. Where he's going to be playing drums and buckets, and we're going to bring in certain artists to do the song for the NBA. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's second. dope. That's we got dope. a call that's right dope. now. Hey, this is 640 Evening Show. What's going on, caller? Hi, it's Robin. Hey, Robin. Hey, Robin. Mm, no, me. Um, I just wanted to speak uh, briefly with um, without um, Baptiste. Hello, um, baby. Music, awesome. Will Say it again. Something else. I mean, I know you in the background. You know, bringing other artists in and and and, and doing it on that level. But will you continue to make your music that we can enjoy? My own music? Yes. No. No? Never again? <laughs> well, I do write for certain okay. people, but I write, um, it's going to be more on the commercial side of television shows. And a lot of my artists, when they do their own original music, um, mm -hmm. the first placements I get them off for TV shows and commercials. I'm working on something for Cut Drove right now. Um, okay. Shot the... Uptown. He's the yeah. hottest artist coming out of D.C. right now. Right. If you're from Northwest and you know who Cudrow is and you're not promoting his shit, fuck you. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Industry speaks, baby. I'm from baby. Northeast. I'm sorry. It's nah, it's all way. good. He's going to be known. And shout to Young Uptown as well. He's just as dope. All right. But, um, yeah, the music business is um, it's hard, especially here in D.C. because we have the, uh, I hate to say cloud of go-go, but... Yeah. Um, Michelle Blackwell is the only person that's really bringing some real light into it, and I hope a bunch of people can start to see that. Absolutely. But there's a big window with, like, Goldlink. Um, his movement is opening up a whole new look for D.C. right now, and mm -hmm. we have a whole bunch of artists that are, are going to benefit from his look and some of the things we're doing right now at Volition. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, Rob, thanks, there, guys. thanks um, for calling. I wish you all the best and, um, and everything that you, you know, that you are doing and, and achieving and... Um, and I wish we could hear a little bit more from you um, on the personal, but uh, oh, you I do appreciate it. And um, I think you know, hey, set it up for I wish week, you all right? the best. <laughs> Thank you, my love. All right, all right darling. Thank Take you, care. Robin. Hey, yes. speak, speaking of go go, we do we? I don't you know. No, we, we, we have a show we, for go go. You Look, know what I'm saying? We um, get um, we, you know we get you no know, former artists. We got producers. Uh, got set up like this. Got. Athletes come on like this yeah, and such as Mike and everything. Go -go. But one thing we don't do, Mike, you know, for being from DC, we don't play go go nah. on this show. Yeah, huh? that's the you only know, thing. We, that's we, the we only thing. You know? That's crazy. Go -go. Like, I know y'all like it, but we just don't play go go. DC yeah. and all, you know, we here. But if y'all gonna have Michelle on here, y'all gonna have to play some go go. Well, you know what I'm saying? Just what you're saying. Just what you're saying. Think about it. But, you know, if we did play go go, it would sound like this. Like this.
play go go, but we do when we feel like it. That's you know what I'm saying. It would sound just a little something like that. Like Michelle Blackwell be putting that thing in the socket though. That's a nice, nice man, move. Nice another coolest coat, baby. Shit. That's another cool. Man, we must have been walking around with so much time in our back pocket at coolest. It's ridiculous. You heard me. All the summertime, really? I play that. I play that at the cookout and stuff. They be loving. They be like, who is that? I'm surprised they don't know because because she actually she's not getting. Michelle, she wasn't getting as much love on all to, the radio stations. I want so you. I was surprised. I was surprised they didn't hear. Before she come on performing here, live. There's no Joe Clear here to stop you. She's gonna come. I said it, Joe. Cleasy. Cleasy. He was gating. I'm gonna have to call him. I'm glad you said something. Front here, Joe. Cleasy. Hey, but no, Joe. Joe's a bitch. Yeah, nah, that's my dog. Morgan State University. But baby. don't tell me about nobody hating because I'm the person to call you out. I'm already hip. I'm already hip. We're going to have you on with Issa. <laughs> huh? We're going to have Issa on when you come. Who's that? Uh, Mr. 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 Pete Lewis. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we're going to get, get Mike back. Let's Mike, not do that. Because no one thing about that Mike. might get hostile. I know. <laughs> hey, T. Because you know one thing a little bit, Mike, because, Mike, you know, it's been a long time, far in between that I even see you do interviews or yeah. anything like that, mm-hmm. my man. And, you know, like I said, we so much appreciate this from you today, man. You man. Know, absolutely. Exclusive. I, like I said, I thought I, I was blaming T um, last week on myself. I said, damn, I messed that up because, you know, I didn't get to Always. the, the promos and stuff. Oh, no, nah, I had an accident in my yeah. garage, yeah. man, yeah. and oh, it freaked me out. Ladies and gentlemen, that was kind of slipped away that he threw me under the bus, and I was actually driving. What? <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, no, nah, man, don't worry about don't it. Worry it's, about it's, not, it. Not, it's not your fault. It's right. not your fault. But I was like, he's like, you got him back. He caught. I said, okay, I ain't gonna. I said, I, was, I said, okay, we gonna do this one right. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, so yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, here we go. All right, we gonna take this quick call. Quick call. You got three seconds. Let's go do it. You on six foot evening show? Who this? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey. This is uh, Patrick Waring calling in. Hey. A friend of Mike's, man. I was listening to the show. Just wanted to call in to support. Hey, Pat. Appreciate that, Pat. Thank you. For Yo, this. what's going on, Mike? Not much, man. Just holding on, man. We got to get together. Yeah, definitely, man. Want to get up and look? I was, I, I, you know, I've been listening to the show since the beginning, and also wanted to give a shout out, man. I, I think you guys have an anniversary coming up on on that championship as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah we, we we do. Me and Gene and, and me and Gene and a, a few others talked about it. Uh, we don't know what the school going to do. Uh, hopefully they do something, but who knows? We just have to wait and see. But if they do, we hope we're a part of it. Hey man, the championship wouldn't be there. I mean, obviously it's a team game, but you know we we would be kidding ourselves if if we didn't acknowledge that the school wouldn't have the championship without Michael Graham. Thank you. Message. Yeah. Hey, Facts. hey, Thanks, Pat. Pat. Pat, I'm working on a deal right now. If the school don't want to do it, the six forty evening show will have the reunion right here. Simple as that. There you go. All right, and we don't even need nothing but a little production. That's all we're doing. A little promotion. Straight like that. Straight like hey, that. Hey, Pat, thank you for calling, man. I really appreciate it. Man, we're running a little short on time. Hey, uh, all right, right Pat. Hey, Mike. Right, um, when y'all do the um in, in the college, do y'all get like rings and stuff? Just like the yeah, we had we got a ring. We got biggest. We won the biggest championship. Mm. And the national, so we got rings and watches for both. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. that's all right. Nice. What's up? Yeah. You know, um, this has been a great show. I'm proud of both of you guys because mm-hmm. I'm looking at people that I've been watching or knowing for over years because I got a great beard. Now. Right, right, right. But you know, <laughs> I keep telling you to cut it. Every I'm, right. every I'm not cutting it to the bro. Embrace your gray, bro. I, I, yeah, I, I, right. I let it go. I let it go. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> 
I got a date tonight. Yeah, it's all about the pimping. pimping. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey, let it go, baby. Hey, but no, think, good, the thing is this. We've been doing this show now for about seven years. You know, we've all had to step off and do our own little individual things and our own family stuff. You guys are more than welcome to always come back and access the 640 Evening Show for whatever you need to promote. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Whatever Appreciate you need to promote. And I, I encourage you to always check with us, man. Let us know. Okay. We will let you do it the way you want it. Okay. And Mike, you said you mentioned something about you know doing your own thing and stuff mm -hmm. up here. You know, hang out. You know, our doors open. We definitely would love to have you here. Okay. You know, make some, you know, yeah, that'd be great, that, man. You know, yeah. One, one thing. Mm -hmm. I got to, I got to have you guys back. Bring some guys on. We're gonna do March Madness. Okay. Okay. Can yeah, we can do that. Just let, let me know. I'll let you know. I'll get you a call in a couple weeks. Yeah, we can get it done. Yeah. And I will, I will bring my Nikes that time. Like, <laughs> I want Mike to sign my Nikes and stuff. Like, oh man, you know, I still I got the George I still got the George. Wow. <laughs> man. Hey, Doe, thank you so much, man. Oh, thank you, Josh. Thank, thank right. all of you for having us. We didn't get a chance to do everything we wanted to do. Indeed, I got here late. Two hours goes by fast. Now that's my fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. Did you do that? This time I take the beef. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thank you for that. Hey, you got it. You got it. I'll but be early next time. I expect you to be able to come on back in here soon. Say less, bro. No, say we're going to. But we're getting cut off right now because they're running us like we on the Grammys. Hey. They started playing the music. Take it easy. Take it slow. Don't forget I told you so. To the Heavenly Father and my mother above, may we all learn to live in peace and love. That's I it. said from the east to the west with a shout. Turn those problems over to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. He can work it out. I'm DJ 640. That's Big T. Yeah, that's yeah. 320. Michael Graham was in the building with us today. So is my man, Dao. And like the infamous would say, good night, y'all. What's that man name? Please remember, please remember, we stand on the shoulders of people who came before us. Always. That's it. For that reason alone, this is why I say it. Thank you, Peter Green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all churched out, hurt and abused. I can't fake what's left to do. Come on. Truth is, I'm weak, no strength to fight, no tears to cry. Even if I tried, but still my soul refuses to 